You are listening to Packers Talk Radio Network. PackersTalk.com. You're listening to the best Packer radio show on the internet. Cheesehead Radio. I want to be a lifetime Cheesehead. Green Bay Packer. You're looking good today. So let's go out there and push that Rodgers is the best football player I've ever seen, ever. Aaron Rodgers going deep on second and two. He's got a leap in Devontae Adams. He's the best. Go. Rodgers hangs in the pocket, throwing a lot of traffic, and it's caught for the touchdown. Well, that defense is going to get a lot of team struggles. We got a defense. Aaron Rodgers. Once again, we got a defense. Jeez Head Radio. Hello again, Cheesehead Nation. We are back with another episode of Cheesehead Radio. Now, deep into the off-season. Our hosts tonight are Kelly Hodgson. You can find her at That Packer Girl on Twitter. Also joining us is C.D. Angeli, Tundra Vision on Twitter. And little old me, Jersey Al of Packers Talk and Cheesehead TV. You can find me at Jersey Al GBP on Twitter. Well, the new league year starts in seven days. And five days from now, the legal tampering window opens, so there's plenty of speculation going on. Our aim is to hash it all out tonight. So let's get on with our four quarters of football. The Playbook. All right, guys, the season is obviously over, so we're in the middle of the offseason here. And, well, it's kind of nerd time, isn't it? Let's you know. play some Moneyball, CD. <laughs> I mean, this is... Uber nerd time. This is Rubik's Cubes and Jigsaw Tetris. Puzzles and Tetris and trying Sudoku. to make things fit into a cap. And, you know, and, yeah, we would love to see some football and some pads crashing against each other. But right now, we're just trying to see what kind of team uh, Brian Gutekunst can actually put together next year. And, and right now, it seems pretty limited, so... Dude, we're in the hole limited. It's like we are really limited. And Packer Nation is is really struggling to understand them. Uh, And this is, of course, our first quarter of football. We're going to talk about the salary cap. Uh, The NFL set the cap today even a little lower than what was expected. Uh, Last year's cap was with 198. $0.2 $0.2 million. Uh, we were hoping it was going to be maybe in the high, you know, one 180s, maybe even touching on to 190 Came in at $182.5 million. This wow. is a, yeah, that that's a drop of uh, was about $16 million, yeah. $16 million less just on the cap. And it, it puts the Packers in a real hole. They're still nine and a half million dollars over this cap. How are they going to get a to zero? And then once they get to zero, how are they going to make this team better than the team that lost in the NFC championship game two years in a row? Fine. Well, not stopping I, at zero. But I ahead, would Kelly. like to point out, okay, knuckleheads two weeks ago, you wanted JJ Watt. What were you going to buy him, get him for? Postage stamps and some matchbox cars? Because we're already in the hole. And we haven't even started the season. Kelly, you were the one who wanted J.J. Watt. I said for cheap. What he went for was not cheap. Silly little dreamer. Nobody here said J.J. Watt except Kelly. Yeah, but I said with the caveat, if he was cheap. He was not cheap. 
No, we knew that, which is why we said no, J.J. Watt. Didn't argue that much, but yes. <laughs> he can have his short little quarterback, dude. Whatever. We're still 9.4 million in the hole right now. So million. We million. Which is a lot of money. So we can talk about the money ball first and who we should not re-sign next. Oh, my word. Okay. <laughs> that was a segue for bouncing it back to y'all. Well, obviously, some of the things that are coming up are are, are obvious. Um, obviously, Preston Smith has come in as probably the number one cut, uh, which is going to save us about $8 million uh, right or there. So restructure. Restructure, which save about $5.2 million. If you look at it, yeah, the Preston Smith would almost, having him gone would almost make up what we're losing in the cap. But everything else that we do in terms of restructuring pushes money into future caps. So it kind of comes back to this whole all-in theory. Are we all in this year? And we keep forgetting we're already the victim of this because we've already had so much cap space pushed into this year. It's still just kind of kicking the can down the road further and further. So personally, as much as I love Preston Smith, I think that's got to be your first move. Oh, I agree on that. Um, I think two years ago was his his peak, and really the way he was utilized this past year, I don't think he did himself any favors to get trying to convince people to re-sign him. And maybe that was um, Patton's schemes last year, and you know, he could do better with the, the new defensive coordinator, but I really didn't see any upside to him last year. He really was lost in time and space. Yeah, I'd, I'd be more in favor of restructuring him, actually. Um, you still save $5 million, so basically that's it's costing you $3 million to keep him on the team. And is he, is he worth that much? I think he is. And the thing about restructuring and, and kicking the can down the road is, yeah, that, that's certainly true, <clears throat> but you have to remember what's going to happen to the cap in future years, especially when all these TV contracts that they're now renegotiating are all signed. And the money they're talking about there is just, ridiculous ridiculous money double basically what they're what they're getting now for some of these networks so you know all all the expectation is that in two years let's say the cap is going to be much much higher than it is now and in two years the packers you know may not be paying a mvp quarterback they may have a a young quarterback on a on a you know on his first deal it could happen speaking of which Let's Speaking kind of, of run which, down some of the other potential transactions. This was provided to us from uh, over the cap. Uh, Aaron Rodgers could pot- potentially restructure his quarterback. This actually could be between 14 to 17 million savings. But the problem with that is the more you push that money into future years, the better chance you have of needing to keep him beyond another year or two or three. He becomes your quarterback for the next three years. Uh, why necessarily three years? Well, because the more you start pushing this money, because yes, you're saving 14 to 17 million, but now you're pushing that money into future years. And that's what you're saying is it's going to be a bigger cap hit and dead money in future years. Yeah. I I was wondering if it came down to the debt. Possibly three years. So that's a gamble of, do you want to take that, that risk? Um, And that's a, that's a good question to have, you know, looking at Jordan love this past year, I'd say, let's take our chances. Uh, he, that's somebody who really needs a fantastic off season. 
But until we get somebody that's either Jordan Love or somebody else, I think I'm willing to take that risk in pushing it out three years because we may need Rodgers for three more years, and he could very well be healthy for three years. That would put him at 40. And that would be, uh, it, it would be tough. A couple other things. We'll just kind of keep running down the list and maybe just toss in a quick yay or nay. Extension for Devontae Adams could possibly $9.4 in potential savings. Yay or nay? Oh, that's coming. Yeah, oh, that's I mean, an absolute. Uh, there's nothing even to talk about there. That's coming. And if we it's, save money in the in the you know as far as the cap goes, even better. But even if we if we even if we didn't, that's coming. Well, even if we had Rodgers or not, I think you're going to be building a, an offense around Adam. So th- th- yeah. this is a no-brainer. Number one wide receivers, you do not get rid of. Restructure extending the guy who just went on Twitter today and says he wants to be a Packer for life, Zadarius Smith, could bring us between seven point eight to twelve point four million in potential savings for this year. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm okay with that. It's funny right. that he would come out and say that. You know, I wonder if they're talking about things they like that. Be. They must be. They must be. Right? Because it seemed awfully fishy that it was today. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, by the way, I'd love to be a Packer for life. Keep paying me, and maybe I'll, I'll restructure my deal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now we get down to some smaller amounts, but Adrian Amos could possibly restructure, extend as well. That would save us between maybe 2.8 to 4.7. That seems reasonable. Yeah, good with yeah. that. He's pro- he's proven to be very, very reliable and a you know, good, good uh, influence back there, so... I'd like to, and he's young, so I'd like to keep him around for another four or five years. I'm good with that. An extension for Billy Turner, offensive lineman, that would possibly save us three point eight million. Like, you go first, Kelly. Ex- how long of an extension is what I'm asking? Well, I don't well, know. He, he's <laughs> probably under contract already for a couple of years. I'd have to go on over the cap to go see. Yeah. So I don't have that answer if you write it the second, Kelly. <laughs> My gut says, yeah, but with anyone that plays on the offensive line, it's like you get saddled with somebody that suddenly is hurt. You're paying a lot of cash for a guy to sit on the bench. Well, I mean, that's true of that's any position. But, it uh, always seems like the, you know, the offensive line, though, but I, I like the, him the, in the mix there, and there was something really special about the offensive line, so I want to say yes. Yeah, he, he proved his value this year. You know, if you had asked me last year, I'm not sure that I would have given you the same answer, but the fact that you can take this guy and basically put him at any position and he's not going to kill you, you know, he's not going to be Bakhtiari at left tackle, but he's going to do okay, you know. Um, so I think he proved his value last year. And and from by all reports, he's a great clubhouse guy and, you know, inf- great, great influence uh, for younger players. So. Definitely worth it, I think. Now we get to a couple of uh, interesting cuts of some familiar names. Obviously, I think a lot of these guys are in their final year of their contracts. Dean Lowry saves us $3.3 million. We just cut him. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I wish we could save more, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's part of the equation of getting down to having cap space. And I, I can only think of a couple plays where I actually noticed he was on the field less. So cutting him, I don't think is a bad deal. The trouble is we're just not really deep on that defensive line. I know. That's that is the, the trouble. Yes. But um, do you see him in a Fangio-style defense, though? Is he I have no idea. I've never seen a Fangio-style defense. and <laughs> see how it's going to work out. All these guys may be moved all over the place. So who knows? I guess that's really going to be up to what the talent evaluators on the coaching staff and the new coaching staff may look at this guy and say, is this guy a fit or not? 
Yeah, you know, the, uh, from the, as far as defensive line goes, there's been very little discussed or written about this Fangio-style defense and what it means for defensive linemen. You know, all the all the discussion has been the secondary, the linebackers, but really no mention of interior defensive line and and what they want to do there. So basically, who knows? But um, yeah, I, I, you know, he's been with the team a few years. He's reliable, you know, but he's reliably blah. Right? But is he reliably three million dollars? No, 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 not at all. Serviceable starter at best. So here's two names. One will hurt uh, Al's feelings. The other will hurt Kelly's feelings. But we can save ourselves approximately four point six million dollars if we cut Mason Crosby, Al, and MVS yes. Kelly. Oh. Mm. What do you think? How could you do that to my Mason Crosby? I know. Could we live without Mason Crosby? <laughs> how dare you? Oh my God, att- how dare I you? Attempt. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Even I wouldn't attempt it. He was perfect in field goal attempts this past yeah. year. The guy has got ice water yeah, in his they, veins. I think some... he's worth $2.5 million. Yeah, there, there are kickers that just get better the older they get, right? I mean, they, they just... Like you said, ice water in the veins, nothing phases them anymore because they've seen it all. They've been through the bad times. Uh, and Mason certainly has been through the bad times. I had to throw that in there. But uh, without a doubt, he's been so reliable, and I want him back. Yeah. So I would not do that. I would not try to save money there. Mark has Valdez Scantley, $2.1 million right there. I think I could go either way on this. because um, I, Go ahead. Sorry. He's got the potential to take it to the next level. But he wasn't consistent. And I think that's been everyone's criticism. He's always good for one catastrophic drop in a game. But then he's also great for the deep bomb. I don't know. Is he worth two point, almost $2.2 million? That's a good question. Put those two things you said on the scale, right? One drop, one deep bomb in a game. Put those they on the scale. Of, yeah, they kind of balance each other out. You think they balance each other out? I, ah, I the deep bomb, the deep bomb. I'm okay with Yeah, I, yeah. He drops it, he drives me nuts, and then he deep bombs it. I'm guessing you're going to... You'll hear all these coaches talk about explosive, how how important explosive plays are. But you have to catch the stinking ball is the thing. But even if he drops one, he gives you explosive plays, and those turn into points. So I got to keep him. Well, and hopefully he gets better. And I think what's in going for him is he has Rogers trust. You know, he's dropped it. I don't know how many times, but everyone wanted to pull their hair out, but Rogers never gave up on him. So yeah, I think he's, st- yeah, I think he stays. All right. Brought her over Lucas, to our side. Lucas Patrick, <clears throat> excuse me, Lucas Patrick. Can't do it. No, he was, the weak- he was the weakest link on the offensive line. I think we could do better with either sec- you know, sloppy seconds and free agency or possibly a rookie. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, but he's not Very that mean. good. You know, oh, no, please. He's, who, he stepped in for, for Corey Lindsley. He stepped yep. in at guard. But for almost uh, $2 million bucks, he also every, got... Every team, every team needs to have that offensive lineman, that backup that you can throw in at this position in case of emergency, and that's who he is. I guess. Yeah, he's not making any pro bowls. We know that, but to save $2 million, And he's not Jason Spriggs. <laughs> Is this the guy we're looking at to replace our center, Corey Lindsley? Very possibly. Maybe? Really? Why not? Very possibly. Because Corey Lindsley's not coming back. No, he's not coming back. It's either he slides over or they move Jenkins out of guard, but 
at the beginning of the season, guess what? There's going to be no Bakhtiari. So Jenkins is probably going to be playing tackle at the beginning of the season. Uh, so who's going to play center? Lucas Patrick. Yeah, I really think you got to keep him. Yeah, I don't think I don't I'm, think it's worth I don't think it's worth the two million dollars right. savings. Yeah, if it was a seven million dollars saving, you could say, all right, fine, we'll go find somebody, you know, for three million uh, for the year, and we'll be good. But that's not the case here. And it's so finally. Oh, sorry. Finally, the one I think that we, <laughs> I don't know, sort of hurts me the most. <laughs> don't maybe, lead us. Don't is, lead us. Josh don't Jackson. I mean, I've been so trying to root for this kid. I've, I've just been trying to stay in his corner and saying he's the, the light's going to turn on. But it he's hasn't. Live up, he's going to live up to that draft really status that he has. But he hasn't. He hasn't gotten a chance to either. Well, he has had opportunities. And I remember he, there was even a couple of games this year. He was in and he was playing. And you're like, oh, my gosh, he's finally getting there. And then suddenly well, he was back on the bench. Yeah, because oh. Kevin King came back from his injury. And he was a starter. And Josh Jackson was the backup. You know, Jackson played when King got hurt. Yeah. And I, I actually thought he did okay. Well, that's you my know? point. If you do okay... Yeah. You've earned a little more playing time, so you sub in a little bit more. You go into the nickel, or you go into the dime, but I don't think Josh Jackson's even in on the dime most of the time. No, he's not. Oh, no, because he's he's strictly in a, a boundary corner, an outside right. corner. That's why. So he's either going to be in one of those positions, or he's not going to play. But here's the thing. Now, there is no Kevin King, as we're all assuming, and I think that's probably one of the safest bets we can make on this Packers offseason is that Kevin King will be elsewhere. So right now, we have no starter at cornerback <laughs> opposite of Jair Alexander. So are you going to get rid of Kevin King's backup last year when we don't have a starter for, save $1.3 million? Uh-uh-uh, you're not going to do that. No, no matter what you think of the guy. He's so cheap. Yeah, you know. he is cheap, yeah. No matter what you think of him. You know, if he was if he was the number one backup for King last year, and King is gone, well, step right up, young man. See what you got. And the reality is, if we're in this position where we have to eliminate, you know, good players, you know, we we cannot sign these unrestricted free agents. So guys like Aaron Jones are just going to have to walk. And Corey Lindsley, you know, these are these are great players. These are great starters. These are great. Yeah. Guys, you don't want to lose. You know, this isn't things we can rationalize and go like, well, you know, he really wasn't that good anyway. No, Aaron Jones is really good. Corey Lindsley is really, really good. But we don't have the cash. Right. But Kevin King is going to go, yeah, he wasn't great, but he was a starter. You have to count now. If you're in this scenario, these backups, you have to say, these guys have to have developed and they have to be ready to step in for a Corey Lindsley. Someone has to be ready to step in for Aaron Jones. And now someone's got to step in for Kevin King. Because uh, yeah. every time they don't step in and at least play at a quality level, that's a, a real hit on this team. If if right. A.J. Dillon can't play and fill the role of Aaron Jones, maybe he's not going to be as dynamic, but at least fill the role, that hurts. If Lucas Patrick can't fill in and play the role for uh, Corey Lindsley, that hurts. And same thing with uh, Josh Jackson. So, Yep, absolutely. Oh, that's ju- it's just so huge, guys. This is so much stress <laughs> to look <laughs> at this cap, to have it go back. I think it's not your job. 
Oh, I know. That's Ken Ingalls' problem, isn't it, on, on Twitter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, look, at, I, I just started peeking at potential draft. Um, it's, I know that's not one of the things we're, we have on the agenda to talk today, but one scenario not is... that'll we, stop you. Yeah, no, and, I, and I'm going to edit this entire conversation out later, so go ahead. Talking about Josh Jackson, yeah, he's the best we have for now. But one, some of the draft draft scenarios are shaking out that there could be some decent cornerbacks that drop down to the Packers level. Yeah. Do I really want a, a rookie how starting? Many, but if, yeah, how many cornerbacks start as a rookie? Yeah, next to none, but... Very, yeah, I mean, very, very, very few. But Josh yeah. Jackson may just be a placeholder until somebody else is ready, I would hope. Or, you know, again, he's cheap. Yeah, he's got to stay. No matter, yeah, he's better than nothing. And right from now, any angle you want to look at it, yeah, no matter what angle you look at it from, he's got to stay. With at least with the way the Packers roster is constituted right now, yeah, and it's not going to change that much in a couple of days. So All anyway, right. all right, well that's that. Let's move on to our second quarter. Uh, <clears throat> NFL also announced compensatory picks today. Well, this Bay is our wheelhouse Pack- here. Yeah, no kidding. Green Bay's Ted- wheel- wheelhouse. <laughs> this is Ted Thompson's dream day, I'll tell oh, you. We live for this. <laughs> Second most number of picks uh, in the NFL. I think the Dallas Cowboys actually had more. Green Bay will receive extra picks at the end of the fourth, fifth, and sixth round this year. Three extra picks for a grand spanking total of 10. Amazing. So, uh, one interesting. Uh, <laughs> one trader Goody is going to be busy. Yes, one of yeah, the it is. It's, it's, the, it's it's loose change to trade away. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember if it was the fourth or fifth pick. Uh, I'm guessing it was the fifth round pick um, for Blake Martinez, <clears throat> who who was lost, and that's who he gained that pick back for because that's the round he was drafted in. Uh, turns out that that one he was picked with a compensatory pick himself for right. Devon House. So <laughs> this is kind of. You know, sort of a baton being passed for all these compensatory picks from House to Martinez, and now we're going to see who they're going to pick with this pick. To somebody else, right. You know what, looking at at this a little bit today, you know what I thought was interesting? I saw that the 49ers got two third-round picks for losing coaches. What? And I didn't even know that that was a thing. And they got the best compensatory picks you can get, the third-rounders. For losing two coaches. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, you don't lose a player and you get a free pick. Why can't we get rid of some of our coaches? <laughs> we got <laughs> rid of some. But Why couldn't we have it. talked somebody, somebody into hiring Petten away or something, you know? We'll probably get a first uh, rounder next year for him, hey? <laughs> That'd be great. I, I really had, didn't know that that oh, was meningitis, whatever his name was. Yeah, well, nobody was going to trade or ask about him, I don't think. No, no. he was really bad. No, I, I didn't know that out. was a thing. And especially to be, compensated, and to be compensated that well. Right, right. Two third-round picks. So Good the balance, obviously, we lost Brian Bulaga, Blake Martinez, Kyler Fackrell, and B.J. Goodson. This was all, here's the interesting, it was balanced against Devin Funches. Who didn't even play. Who didn't he even opted play. out. So we could have had four picks, but for some reason the guy we signed and then said, I'm just going to take a, a you know minimum payment or the COVID cut, and didn't even play, so we lost one of our picks because of that. So is, is that, he is that, on the roster is this year? Is that a year, true or? thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, because I, I haven't read anything about this part. That, that's been reported that, that they would have had four picks if we hadn't signed Funchess. Well, that's are we assuming, the, or are we making that assumption? Well, I'm making the assumption because oh, okay. that's you know there's four players we lost and one but player. It's not always, yeah, it's not always like that. It's yeah, it's, it's very it's hard to get. It's very hard to get four play four picks compensatory picks. Go and talk it's not like Dallas he wasn't Cow. there. It, it was it's kind of like a null type phenomenon. Uh, it, like, I'm assuming rare. he's still on the roster, right? Yes. Funchess, oh yeah. But uh, my only point is that it's not that cut and dry. You lose four, you get four back. That's usually not the case. Hmm. Most times it's not the case. Well, a lot of it has to do with losing Brian Balaga, obviously, who was a Titan, you know, tackle. And then, of course, Blake Martinez was a pretty reasonably talented linebacker, even though we didn't particularly (laughs) seem to value him on his way out. Even though we didn't think so. (laughs) But... uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, that's where most of the value comes from. Players, I don't think Kyler Fackrell or B.J. Goodson really factored tremendously into the equation. And that's why we're getting fifth and sixth round compensation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Well, that'll finish that up. Let's move on to our third quarter. We spent a lot of time in the first quarter. Second quarter, not so much. I don't think we're going to talk much about the third quarter, but it was some interesting uh, news we're that just happened. Just going to cry week. a little bit. Yeah. There is the last gasp among the Packer Twitterati. Who, Twitterati? Yes, I know. Fancy schmancy words. Well, add it to your lexicon. But I will. <laughs> Aaron Jones became just the next hope of this Packer fan base that just seems to think, you know, the salary cap isn't real. It's just fake. Uh, really good GMs don't really care about it because they just wave magic wands and it, everything goes away. And so the latest one was that, hey, we're going to keep Aaron Jones, who we all love, uh, by placing the franchise tag on him because that's really cheap for running backs. It's only going to be $8 million, and we can franchise him and keep him for the year. And they decided to pass up on him. The Packers Wait. never tag anybody. That's yeah. When are people going to learn? Never. So I don't know why this is even a story, but for some reason, it is. It was still high drama this week. It's like, oh, they might tag him. We'll show him that we love him. The reason for it, the reason for it, right? And I totally understood the reason was, think about what a bargain it is if you could have Aaron Jones and only pay him $8 million for a year. It's just a bargain. He's a top five running back, um, maybe even top three in the NFL. The other but, ones are all getting twelve to fifteen million a year. Sure. So and that's why people were like, "Well, gee, how could you not do it?" I I kind of felt that way a little bit too. That'd be really hard to resist doing it if I were the GM. But I'm not the GM. Well, I can tell you why it wouldn't work in two words. And as soon as I say these two words, you will completely understand why it never would have worked. Are you ready for the two words? Something you tell tells us, me you. I won't. But go are ahead. you ready? Here we go. Sure. Word number one is Drew. <laughs> Word number two is Rosenhaus. There's no way Drew Rosenhaus is going to say this is fine. He would have had Aaron Jones sit out. He would have you know, said, I'm not going to play until I get a contract, yada, yada, yada. You know Drew Rosenhaus is going to milk every cent he can for Aaron Jones. He is going to go somewhere and make 15 this year. Well, you know, it's if just we not franchise them. Rosenhaus wouldn't even just say, okay, fine, we're going to sit out. It's going to be, you're not getting any hometown deal. We're going for 15 plus. 
eat that gentleman. That's exactly what would happen. It would suddenly get really personal, really ugly. He'd sit out till like week four. We'd end up still paying him about seventeen million dollars because we ha- he had us had the Packers over a barrel. You're exactly right. Why this would not work? There is no way, and I think we all knew this. And it's just dreamers, funny that the Twitterati gets silly so little excited. dreamers. <laughs> so it's many like of twice. us little dreamers. I know that's twice, twice in one. Done uh, that. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect lead-ins. Well, that's a sad uh, third quarter. Let's move on to our fourth one. Uh, this is one that's just weighing on me a lot. And and Ken Ingles, uh, if you don't follow him on Twitter, I don't know why you're not. Because he is as uh, objectively and soullessly um, just stuck to the numbers as I am. It's, you know, I, I know there's passion that rises with Packer fans. Maybe we can do this. He's the guy who just looks at, at this cap and says, you know, this is it. We're so worried about just making room this year. He posted just a few days ago that right now the Packers have the most cap dollars in the league already committed for the 2022 cap. There's already $180 million for only 28 players. We're projecting them at already $22 million over the cap if the cap rises $25 million. If you add that up, that's $47 million we're over the cap already for next year. Think about that. And we're talking about all of these restructures that is going to push more money into that cap. So we're we're kind of in a bad place. This is like a Dan Snyder thing. This is a Rob Peter to pay Paul scenario. Well, this is robbing Peter and Paul and just keeping, we're just keep, we're kicking this can down the road over and over again. And I, this is, this is totally the reverse of Ted Thompson, obviously. Well, I mean, this, this is one thing that happens to a team that has a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers that gets paid like Aaron Rodgers gets paid and is now going to get paid more. I mean, you know, this is the way things have been going in the NFL the last, uh, five, six years is getting those young quarterbacks in on, on their first contracts and, and being successful and having money to spend then. But when you get to the point where you're, you're spending the percentage of your total salary on your quarterback, like the Packers are, I don't know exactly what that percentage is, but uh, it's, it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough to manage this. And then the cap goes down on you. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't envy Goody at all. And I don't think there's any anything in sight that's going to improve it. You know, you look what just happened in Dallas. Dak Prescott just soaked them. $40 million a year. That's Which crazy. then raises the bar for every mid-level, kind of good, not-so-awful quarterback. So then the upper echelon quarterbacks are going to demand even more. So you're just kicking the you – know, you're just bloating up this this percentage of, of the cap space to a quarterback. And I but, think any team that – but if you want to compete, you want to have a good quarterback, you're going to have to do this. So is it like, you know, when you're, when you're like on the internet, you have $15, you know, form your team. These guys cost five. These guys cost four. These cost three. You can get like a whole bunch of $1 players or you can spend it all on one. I, I guess where I'm starting to feel the Packers are falling. And, and this is very ironic because when Ted Thompson uh, took over in the, you know, the mid noughts, um, I was probably his fiercest critic. I mean. I mean, I was on him. This was terrible. I hate this entire strategy. He's getting quantity over quality, and he's not signing any free agents. And all of a sudden, you kind of take a look back, and it's like, you know, that actually wasn't a bad plan. As long as he hits on his draft picks, 
it was just a tremendous balance of the big contracts, but then enough guys on the rookie deals that kept this thing always with a little cap room at the end of the year. And then you always resigned the UFAs that you wanted. And that was our free agents. We're now in a situation where we are essentially going to go into every year unable to resign our own UFAs or maybe one of them if we're lucky. And this year it would have been, we restructured Bakhtiari. It would have been Bakhtiari, wouldn't it? Had he won. Was no, that, we, it was, no, we extended was, Bakhtiari. We extended, okay, extended okay. And we got Clark. that mixed up. But we did that at the expense of our, our UFAs. No, he we was pick- a UFA. Bakhtiari was a UFA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was the one we picked. Bakhtiari. Okay. Yes, we and him. Kenny Clark was also the other one we picked, and we extended him. This wasn't that long ago, Kelly. Yeah, it feels like. <laughs> but I think it comes down to you can't sign everybody. And I think it's not just unique to the Packers. There are going to be some big names. But then on the, on the flip side of it, if we're letting some of our players walk because we can't afford it, the Twitterati has to shut up about the shiny that shows up every time there's a new unrestricted free agent. Oh, sign him, sign him, sign him, sign him, sign him. We can't afford him. It's like your mom, the first time you, you get a credit card, well, you know, honey, you can't spend what you don't have. <laughs> and right now, I feel like we're, we're, we're kicking the can down the, li- the end, line. And- okay, that's enough kicking the can. All right. That's enough. What? We've used it's- that term too much in this one show. Poor it's, business it, sense. It's banned the rest of the show. Go ahead. It's poor business <laughs> sense. It's Sorry. Because you, you can't, we can't keep our Every own free agents. Every third sentence is kicking the can. I don't want to hear that. I'm not. You're the one saying it more than anybody right now. Right now, I, yes. I have to agree with CD. It's, it's, it's kind of madness. You're kind of playing with money you don't have if you're gonna, you know, <clears throat> happily have a cheeseburger to pay you tomorrow for a cheeseburger today. And that's kind of the situation we're getting into. Uh, see now that one I like. I like the the wimpy. Uh reference there there we go but that's what the packers are doing though well that's better than kicking the can down the road you said it again <laughs> i know on purpose shot, shot color <laughs> shot <laughs> when, when do you get a hold of, when do you get on top of this is it when is it when you finally cycle out of a top tier quarterback and suddenly you have a ton of cash would you get out of this when you essentially have a cap purging year and you get rid of a lot of players, and you don't sign a lot of people, and you yeah. live when a year Rogers in cap leaves. hell. Yeah, and live a year in cap leaves. hell. Same thing Ted Thompson did, you know, the first year he took over, 2005, and it was cap hell, and we had people named Taco Wallace and Sam Congato, you know, as 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 starters. So, I mean, it's just the way it goes. I think the part that the Twitterati really needs to comprehend, oh, especially the ones that keep... Again. Sorry, okay, I won't say it anymore. Um... The thing that Packer fans need to understand, especially the ones who keep screaming, all in, we need to go all in. Goody Khan said he was going to go all in, all in right now. People don't realize we went all in in 2018 or 2019. We re-signed Aaron Rodgers to his legacy contract. We signed more free agents, big time free agents in one off season than Ted Thompson ever did. Yep. And... We gave them all backloaded contracts that came due this year. So we went all in. What did we get? 26 and 6 records and two almost Super Bowls. And that's all in. And now people have to understand when you do that, you pay whether you won the Super Bowl or not, you now have to pay the piper. And that's the situation we're in now. So you can't keep yelling all in, all in. Because that's the whole point of all in. You sacrifice tomorrow for today, and we didn't get the Super Bowl. So now, now we're in. Have the now we're in this. Now we're in this endless cycle that eventually we're just going to have to 
purge the cap with. You are such a philosopher. But that's the hard part. Of- <laughs> the play. Are the you just going to make fun? Of- are you just going to make fun of everybody yes. the rest yes. of the show? Because you haven't you haven't contributed anything besides that in the last. I don't want to talk about this. It hurts. That's right. But, it's but, called know, an avoidance mechanism. But this is the nature of football. You get excited about the the flash of the season. You know, I'm doing the Charlie Brown teacher in. voice in my head. By the way. But this is the reality of the offseason. Who stays, who goes, and it comes down to it all sucks though. Football Tetris. And oh. no one ever wants to let go of, of fan favorites. You know, it sucked like a Hoover when they had to let Donald Driver go. But you know, he was at the end of his career, and I think people got over it pretty quickly. Aaron Jones isn't at the end of his career. And he could be running it down oh. our throats next year. But that but the simple fact is we can't afford him. Okay, so we're going to end the fourth quarter here. We're going to go to overtime. Jersey Al, you can <laughs> choose the topic, and we can talk about what you want to talk about, and then no, we're no. going to make fun of you. It so does I, I do want to clarify one thing, just for the, because <clears throat> I'm an OCD about being accurate. Uh, <clears throat> when I was mentioning before about the 49ers getting two picks in the third round, mm-hmm. it turns out that the NFL reported that incorrectly. They actually got one pick, and the pick is for hiring a uh, for another team hiring a minority from their organization to be a head coach or a general manager. So it's not just for but for hiring a head coach away; it's for hiring a minority. And I do remember that they added that like last year or two years ago. That's further incentive to teams to hire minorities. And that makes uh, sense. Now yeah. that you explain it, it makes a lot of sense because right. that, that makes more sense to me. Then. That's why I, I looked it up because I'm like, you know what? I'm repeating this and this is what I read, but it just doesn't make sense. And sure enough, the yeah, NFL screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's all I wanted to say was to get that out there and give you the correct information to our thousands of listeners. <laughs> or at least hundreds or whatever. It's the off season. It could be dozens. Who knows? It could be dozens. <laughs> Who knows? All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Let's kick it down. Go ahead, there, Kelly. Thank you for uh, beep. Take <laughs> to a rousing start deep, there. Deep breath. Go. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Cheesehead Radio as we come to the end of our eleventh season. Make sure to head over to PackersTalk.com where you can explore several unique Packers podcasts. Please follow at Packers Talk Net on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Cheesehead Radio and all Packers Talk podcasts can be found on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcatching app. If you liked what you heard, show us some love and leave a review. You can also find us on Siri, Alexa, or Google just by saying, play Packers Talk podcast. That's a wrap. Go Pack Go. Good night, everybody. Good night. Don't think about the cap. Go pack. <laughs> Pretend don't, it doesn't exist. Don't think about the Twitterati or kicking the can down the road. Oh, definitely do not kick that can down the road. But if you want, but, you can't kick the Twitterati down the road. That I don't have an issue with. Cheesehead Radio. Alright, see now. Now I see all these colors and it's driving me crazy. So okay, like, purple yeah, so. is restructuring. Uh, I've not even looked below I page one. I'm I'm yeah. terrified to look at what's happened. Yeah, all I've done is color coded some stuff so I can quickly reference. Don't. Oh my god.
don't know. It's my little OCD wrong. brain, and it's and, I don't know okay, what's, just, go, what's wrong with going down the list. I don't know, but I don't know anyway. because you didn't put them in order because you have like things that like restructure, extend, restructure. I'm like, no, they, they are in order of how much you can save. They're oh, absolutely. Money, oh, you did money order. Oh, I like this order. Never mind. <laughs> Take away all the colors now. <laughs> CD, what the hell are we going to do? <laughs> what Wait, can we do? Okay, asshole. There, none. Anything we can do. <laughs> I was looking at it from a different way. All right. You'd be like, hey, it's numerical. Mo- like, hey, it's numerical. Away from her. Try reading. 